Colossians 1.18 says, So spacious is he, so roomy, that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. This podcast is going to help you live out your faith, walk in the Spirit, and rest in God's grace. Hey there, my name is Wendy Parker, and I want to welcome you to the Spacious Room Podcast. Hey there and welcome to this week's Spacious Room episode and today I want to talk about purpose, mission and responsibility. Well, it's been a few weeks since Her Majesty the Queen has passed away and you know, they they say you always remember where you were when any major world event happens and for me, I felt a gentle nudging on my right shoulder about 3.50am in the morning, yes, and it stirred me awake. And it was my husband whispering the words of, she's gone. And that caused me to lay there for a few minutes and think, she's gone? And, oh, oh, she's gone. And because my husband is ex-Royal Navy, it, you know, he, he obviously he felt it because um, this was his commander in chief who's passed away, and um, yeah, and being English, we you know we all our Britishness came out because you know the standard British response in any crisis is to put the kettle on, and um, so as we watched the coverage on BBC News at four o'clock in the morning, um, you know we raised our teacups to the Queen's life and her legacy and her rule. And and we had this sense of sadness, and uh, but a tinge of gratitude of for a long service, you know. And and as we were watching the the coverage unfold, I, I just felt a sense that Her Majesty the Queen Elizabeth's deep sense of purpose and a mission and a responsibility to a calling, you know, that was the very foundation for this remarkable woman's seventy year reign to be so successful. So purpose, mission and responsibility, you know, they're found in any great leader throughout history's pages. And we can learn a lot from the inheritance with which the Queen has left for her son, King Charles III, to make his own mark and build on his mother's legacy within the role of service. In Proverbs 13, 22, it reminds us that a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. And it's this sense of passing the baton that helps us to recognise the importance of leaving an inheritance for the next generation to receive. You know, Bill Johnson once said, when we receive an inheritance, we are freely getting what someone else paid a price for. The ceiling of one generation must become the floor of the next. I love that. Our ceiling of this generation needs to become the floor for the next. And in the book of 1 Kings, David, King David, he's close to dying. And he tells Bathsheba that it will be her son Solomon who will reign as king after him. And this is what it says in 1 Kings 1, 39 to 40. It says, Zadok, the priest, anointed Solomon with the horn of oil from the congregational tent. Then the trumpet sounded and everyone proclaimed, May King Solomon have a long life. 
everyone then followed Solomon. They played their wind instruments and joyfully celebrated until the sound shook the earth. David's ceiling became Solomon's floor to see the temple of God be built. And David instructed Solomon and trained him for the purpose and for the mission and for the responsibility he was about to inherit. And it says in 1 Chronicles 22, 18 to 19, it says, this is what David is saying to Solomon. This is, he's getting him ready. He says, the eternal one, your God, is with you. Now prepare yourself mentally and emotionally to follow the eternal one, your God. David's kingship had been littered with heartbreak and trials and hiding in caves from King Saul. But through it all, when you read David's story in the Bible, he learnt to trust God completely and to rely on him for his deep sense of purpose and mission and responsibility, regardless of how his circumstances looked. And he was teaching Solomon, his son, this. He was saying, I'm... You're going to get my kingship and you need to prepare yourself mentally and emotionally. And kings and queens, when we look through history, you know, they can be seen as being born into a privileged life. However, according to the Apostle Paul, we as believers are destined to be adopted as God's children through the sacrificial life of Jesus. And it says in Ephesians 1, 4 to 11, it says he destined us to be adopted as his children through the covenant Jesus the anointed inaugurated in his sacrificial life. With immense pleasure, he lay out his intentions through Jesus, a plan that will climax when the time is right as he returns to create order and unity both in heaven and on earth when all things are brought together under the anointed's royal rule. In him, we stand to inherit even more. As his heirs, we are predestined to play a key role in his unfolding purpose of energising everything to conform to his will. Wow. You know, the, the lies from the enemy, from our enemy Satan, they keep us from getting that inheritance because he's trying to kill, kill, steal and destroy. And what does he try and kill, steal and destroy? He tries to kill our identity. He tries to steal our authority. He tries to destroy destroy our confidence in who we are and whose we are in Christ. And this sabotages our thinking. So we never actually see ourselves as heirs to the royal inheritance in which Jesus gave his life for. You know, if you imagine, just imagine with me, if if David's on his deathbed and he's talking to Solomon, imagine if Solomon doubted his royal inheritance and saw his identity as a pauper instead of a king. Can you imagine? You imagine if King Charles was was thinking that way too when the queen is passing over the baton. Um, you know, he's he needs to see himself as inheriting that royal inheritance. But you know what? Sadly, this is why so many believers wander around like beggars. They, they believe that they're a pauper and not royalty because of Jesus' sacrifice. You know, their mindset is cloaked 
in a false sense of identity and they've listened to the lies of the enemy. And I'm reminded of the prodigal son. You know, how he, he believed that he'd squandered his inheritance because of his wrong choices. And when in reality, the father still stood at the gate waiting for him. He knew he was a son. Even though the prodigal son didn't see himself as a son anymore, he still had an inheritance. And he returned home and, and they embraced and, and he clothed him again. And the father gave the son a, a sense of purpose and of mission and responsibility again and spoke into his life again. Even though he'd made all the mistakes, he still spoke into his life to live out his, his, his calling, uh, his, his sonship. So perhaps today, while you're listening to this podcast, it, you know, you're thinking, yeah, I, I've had a pauper mindset too. That, that was me not realising you have an inheritance. Uh, Well, maybe today it's time to leave that pauper mindset behind and and allow the the royal inheritance to be hair and co-hairs with Jesus um, to go into your thinking. Maybe it's time to live with a new sense of purpose and mission and responsibility by taking off your beggar's cloak that you've wrapped a royal identity up in and you've hidden it you've hidden that royal identity because the beggar's cloak's gone over that identity you know Galatians 4 5 to 7 reminds us that you are now part of God's family if you're a believer you are part of God's family he sent the spirit of his son into our hearts and the spirit calls out Abba father you no longer have to live as a slave Because you are a child of God. And since you are his child, God guarantees an inheritance is waiting for you. And Colin Urquhart, he rightly said once, the key to freedom is not the truth alone, but knowledge of the truth. And it is the truth we know that sets us free. Wow. And it is this knowledge of the truth, that, that you are a co-heir with Christ that helps you to walk out your purpose, walk out your mission and live in that responsibility as a co-heir and to live out your royal calling with grace, with dignity and with love. So I want to ask you, how has Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II's passing helped you to understand your royal inheritance as a believer? And how it requires you to live with a sense of purpose, of mission and responsibility so you can live in the inheritance that Jesus paid his life for. So I pray today that you will leave that beggar's cloak mindset behind so you can embrace the royal inheritance that Jesus sacrificed his life for. And I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you would like more teaching and messages on the Christian life, then check out my website, thebigvoiceonline.com. I look forward to sharing the spacious room with you next time.